you protect what you love. Hunting is a life, not a lifestyle, it's a life. This is Hunters to show people how great of a job we're doing for conservation, providing for ourselves all the things you and I understand. I think you kind of owe it to the animal that you're hunting to be as prepared as possible. You know, as I get older, I appreciate the laughs and the time and the experience. And we're rolling. Um, this is this is the third one we recorded from the NWTF convention, and I have Travis Sumner with me for with the NWTF. Man, first off, like I wouldn't be able to even be in this room recording these podcasts if you hadn't helped me out as much as you have. So I appreciate you, man. You've been oh yeah, anytime. You, you've been a huge help uh, getting everything set up for us, and you know. Well, you, I think it's important. You know, you guys are here supporting the convention, and you know it's we got to get the word out, whatever you guys are doing, but you know I'll always help you out. Yeah, I mean, you, you have a long history with Primo's yourself. So. Oh, yeah, I was thinking about it the other day, um, how long I had been with Primo's, the pro staff, and now this legacy pro staff yeah. since 2000. Yeah, yeah. So, the, fir- the first NWTF I worked as a Primo's employee, you were here working. That's right. With, you were at the booth with us that year. That's right, and I miss it, you know, since I went to work for NWTF, which I love my job here. It's still like I'm part of the Primo's family, and you know I come over and hang out with you guys and yeah, have a good oh, time. yeah. So yeah. yeah, I remember your first one. Yeah. I remember when you were there, so I got to meet you, and I thought, yeah. oh wow. And you've of course yeah. come a long way. With me. <laughs> I was that. I, mean, I still remember that first year, man. I was wandering around this whole resort, the showroom floor with just big bug eyes. I was just taking it all in, like, oh look at all this. And now it's like, wow, is this, you know this is great, but it's I'm ready to go home too. <laughs> I got smarter, man. Finally, I learned that, you know, like wearing boots every day is not the smartest decision if you're going to stand that long. That's right. Yeah. It may not be the most stylish thing, but I've got Crocs on. They are bottomland Crocs. See these things? Sweet. Now, I need to know where you found those. I got them. I'm going to shoot a turkey in them. That's the goal if I don't get snake bit. but. Well, you know, back at NWTF, um, you know, of course, doing their television show some, and I was out in a field one time with Crocs. Just beware of fire ants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can see where – uh yeah um so before we dive into like we we have the episode that'll air probably before this will be the one with jeremiah dowdy we did one talking about some turkeys and we actually touched on the r3 stuff right and obviously you know that was one of the big things i want to talk about with you but before we dive into that can you just kind of briefly um just cover for for our listeners what you do what what you do for the nwt sure sure um you know i've been there now i'm coming up on a work anniversary um in march be there four years and, you know, before that, I worked uh, with the Department of Natural Resources and Wildlife Management, was a private lands consultant uh, with wildlife management, with a private landowner. And when I was hired at NWTF, the initial job was to manage the Hunting Heritage Center, which they have out back. It's, yes. You know, it's 700 acres of property that we do wildlife and forestry management on part of it. And the other half is the Palmetto Shooting Complex. And so that's was the primary when they hired me but as you and I talked about being with Primo's Mossy Oak being in the pro staff and in the hunting industry a little bit they shifted me over to hunting heritage and um, to work with that so now my job there is our mentored hunt programs lining up all our hunts um, you know working with that and then working again you know outside the realm I do a lot with our reach, outreach hunts yeah. and stuff like that. So it's kind of well-rounded. It's kind of coming to an end, you know, your career. But that's my main job there yeah. is try to manage the property, but also now, like, you know, running these hunts and getting these things going. Yeah. 
I know that's something that's got to be pretty gratifying. Oh, it is. Yeah. And, you know, over the years, you know, you start out, you know, as a young guy in, in college, and, you know, it's all about wildlife and, mm-hmm. you know, preserving that. And, you know, I loved it. But now it's like, you know, 20-something years that I've been doing this, and, you know, I'm not done yet. Right. I'm still young. I still, you know, but it is. It is. It's a real cool job. There's yeah. not a dull day getting up and going to work. Yeah, I wouldn't imagine. That's <laughs> I'm very fortunate in the same aspect, you know, with, with primos. I, there's no such thing as a boring day. No, no. It's always something. No. Yeah. So, obviously, I would think with, with that kind of job, you're you're pretty – it's almost like you, you're the perfect mold for doing this stuff with R3 like they got you doing. You know, it it is because you kind of have an understanding of what about the hunting industry and what right. we need to do. Uh, but also because of my background in hunting and guiding and, mm-hmm. you know, we're, you and I are a lot alike, you know, you're able to take that to the next level, particularly if you're working with youth or women or new hunters. Right. And particularly with the R3 now, you know, we spend days just, you know, running calls or, yeah. or talking about how to be safe in a deer stand. But yeah. It has, man. It's it's really worked out. But then I can also apply, you know, about the management side of it because that's part yeah. of it too. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so obviously, like the whole thing, the whole reason R three even, you know, or, or the, why we're talking about it now is because the current state that that hunting is in is not exactly in a good place, like declining. Correct? Is it? I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. No, it it is. Um, I'm starting to learn more about it probably in the past couple of years. Like, yeah. you know, you attended one of our big R3 meetings mm-hmm. in Nebraska, and we talked a little bit there. It It is what's scary about it, and I think Jimmy made a comment yesterday when we were doing the Future Hunting Seminar that right. it is scary. Uh, the generation that's out there now um, – doesn't know anything about it their mm-hmm. parents the parents coming up don't take them out and hunt with them yeah and again when you start to see a decline in hunting license sales which we do uh of course hunting license sales buying ammunition and guns all that money goes back to conservation state agencies and if we don't have that then the resource that you and i love to to go out there and yeah. experience to hunt it won't be there anymore you know that's what pays for uh, restoration of property yeah and restocking and people have got to understand that if you know folks out there that hunt you know a lot of people say oh we don't have a problem yeah but that's that's a- kind of the whole i've heard that mindset that's kind of the i guess the kind of denial mindset like ah, oh, it's fine like no it's not you know there's an issue it's it's an issue i know you and i were talking about one time oh no there's not but there is you know i see for you and i you know, who knows where it'll be in 10 years, 15 yeah. years. And, you know, the industry side will see that because people are not buying things to hunt. With. Right. Um, on our side from a conservation organization, you know, if we don't have people that are involved and in joining our groups like, you know, it could be NWTF, QDMA, right. or whoever, um, you know, it's not going to support our efforts. Right. And, you know, if fo- the thing is, you don't see these numbers and people don't like to talk about data and all these, the, the how the highs and lows are, but right. talk to a, somebody with your state and they'll tell you, yeah, it's down. It's yeah. down. But, yeah. you know, I think the big thing folks can do now is get involved. Uh, you know, we've always been about youth. Yeah. And believe me, man, you've hunted with kids. Mm-hmm. I have, and I think it's great. It's an awesome experience to share it. But what we find out 
is that, you know, I'll see kids come to our hunts at NWTF and, you know, the parents will be there, but the parents don't hunt. Right. And the kids just love it. You know, they're out there, you know, they get to shoot the first turkey or first deer or first dove. Right. And they have nobody to take them after that. So what's going to happen as that generation yeah. comes up, you know, if we don't have get the whole family involved and things like that, yeah. the mom, the dad. Then you just end up with kind of a flash in the pan, you know. You That's got right. like a just a, yeah, hunting's fun, but then nothing to – Nothing keep that keep, fire going. Keep yeah. that fire going. And, you know, there's so many groups out there now that are really working towards making sure that the hunting heritage continues. You know, not just us. There's organi- organizations out there. You know, they were all at Nebraska. Yeah. It's unreal. Uh, Powder Hook is a good one. Powder Hook's a good um, one. Uh, Go Wild, they've got this. Yeah, they really Go yeah. Wild's really good. So there's there's opportunity for the new hunter to go and, and find yeah. ways to help teach them and get them along. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, so that was one of the more interesting points to me when I went to that deal, um, because I, like obviously taking kids is not a bad thing. No, but they were like, we can't, we we have to quit just focusing on that. And once it was presented, I was like, yeah, you yeah, wouldn't well, that makes sense, you know? I mean, like obviously it makes sense because you know, I mean, the, who's going to take the kids if the parents or the adults aren't? And there's plenty of, there's more than you think adults out there that have that have kind of like that desire to go and just don't have the first clue where they need to start yeah and and that's the thing we we've started a program at nwtf where each year and that's part of my job we'll line up hunts throughout the year it may uh we do have a jake's youth hunt matter of fact i get back you know here we go with turkey season you know how that'll work And, and so we'll have a youth hunt but we also doing that just a, an example of trying to get everybody and finding out where these are. You go to nwtf.org. Uh, you can click on hunting heritage. It'll take you to an events page, gotcha. and you can pull up any of our hunts throughout the United States. So you got opportunities there to go on a first time hunt. Yeah. And it could be a Jake's hunt. It could be a family hunt. These are a lot of what I do. It could be a college hunt. Yeah. It could be a young adult hunt. Yeah. I mean, there's chance, there's opportunities to get out there and, and go. It was funny yesterday, um, in the seminar that I was doing with everybody from the industry, I asked, you know, how many of you guys hunt? Or remember your first hunt? One guy in the back room raised his hand and I thought, well, there we go. We got a prospect. Yeah. So it's, it's been real interesting. You know, uh, talking about the people we need to get involved you know jeremiah dowdy who's been yeah. here been and i know you've talked with him right, yeah he makes a good point you know we got to look beyond you and i yeah it's the you know we hunt and we've we've made a career out of it mm-hmm. and you got to look beyond that now the hunters that, that we're trying to focus on don't look like you and yeah me. and that's what i told him i said man i've like that's something that i need to work on because honestly it, it's I understand what he's saying, but it's hard for me to do that because that's, you know, like I was born into a hunting family. That's right. know, all my, my friends and people that I'm close with, they're all hunters. And so to look, you know, it's not like I'm trying to do it the wrong way, but I'm just having, you know, just from habit, I have trouble looking at it through that eye. But it's something that I've I've said before, you know, it's like the term hunter is a very general term. True. You know, it doesn't, the hunter doesn't have any tie to age ethnicity gender it like it doesn't matter you know i mean like a hunter can be anybody and that's that's one of the that's something beautiful about it that's right and and, and that's what you know and then Jer, uh, you know getting to know jeremiah and he's been on the podcast three times now right and just kind of trying to get in his mindset and the way he sees things 
You know, like he took a guy, and we t- we talked about it in this last episode. He took a guy um, that he ended up getting to know. The guy was turned vegan, went with a vegan right, lifestyle yeah. for a while. That's right. Took him on a dove hunt. Ended up, you know, he ate, you know, everything. But if you saw this guy, like you know, and uh, like he just, you know, when you think of a guy that hunts, you you probably have an automatic picture pop up in your head, you know. And some of these guys that Jeremiah is taking, you know, it's just not that stereotypical look, you know. There's, you know tattoos and you know i mean and i have i mean i ain't got nothing against tattoos oh, yeah, but that's absolutely. not but that's not what you usually see and that like that's in right. Jer- but like in jeremiah just kind of pushing that mindset that way i was like that that's that's kind of what it's going to take you know i think it, it is you know it's funny he mentioned that and we spent a lot of time together and you were one of the ones that you know helped me get him here and mm-hmm. get him to be a part um you know, talking with him, I think that's what we got to look beyond, you know, where we are and look to those groups because that's the next generation of of young adult hunters that would be the next mentors yeah. or the next folks to take people. Right. And, you know, I, this past year we had an opportunity at uh, the Federation. Yeah. We do college hunts. And when the group showed up, like, we had people from China, um, Wow. different nationalities yeah. and i know we talked about that with jeremiah a little bit you know and it was just you know you weren't think that and you look and say you know that's just not the normal person yeah but once you get them in they love it yeah and they want to do it some more yeah. and of course now it's all about the food everybody's talking about now you yeah. said you know, mentioned vegans and everybody wants to eat natural anymore and you know what a better way to do it through you know wild game yeah i mean and that's at least the food i mean that's perfectly fine you know i mean it's oh, yeah. it's different like i and this is something they talked about and i i'd like to ask your opinion on it you know and i mean jeremiah you know he's pretty you know just cut to the chase kind of guy oh, yeah. and he's not you know and i'm not you know obviously i'm i'm we're both in the hunting industry i mean you know, what i do is more along the you know the media and tv side um but he said he he said i think a lot of our or not he said i think a big part of the issue and he's not the only person i've heard say this is some of the way that hunting gets portrayed on TV. Yeah, you know, that's interesting. And, of course, you know, now um, that seems to kind of be a dying breed, you know, watching mm-hmm. Outdoor Channel. You yeah. know, you and I probably grew up years ago when it was on TNN mm-hmm. and, you know, country goes hunting and all that yeah. stuff and uh, hunting the country. But it is, I think it portrays the, and we talked about this and, you know, some of the focus needs to be, it's not about, you know, uh, the grab and grin yeah. about holding that big buck and and you know the new generation doesn't think about that yeah. and uh, they're thinking about food and I think from an industry standpoint you know maybe shifting gears towards okay maybe we need to get more of these people involved and show that on television but again you know that crowd just doesn't watch TV mm-hmm. anymore it's more on the digital side but yeah and you Would go. You- Technology, man, has taken yeah. over. You know, the phones. We both have phones, and um, you know, growing up hunting, yeah, we didn't have that. Mm-mm. But that's how they communicate. Yeah, I mean, that's why. I mean, that's why Primos is doing all the stuff that we are, that we do on YouTube now because there's so many people going towards that digital way, which isn't a bad thing. You know, I mean, oh, that's no. why. I mean, Jer- I mean, Jeremiah's not. You know, he doesn't have a, a big TV platform. Most of his is is internet and instagram twitter and facebook that's where most of his audience is and it you know obviously he's making an impact and it is and i think that's something from the industry side you know even at nwtf we've done away with our television shows that were and we're going to youtube we have a web page 
um, you know, now there's an app, Mossy Oak Go. Mossy Oak Go, yeah. And the cool thing that Jeremiah and, and of course, there's an instructional thing on there. You got Mossy Oak University, you know, um, they're putting apps on there on how to, how to cook the mm -hmm. food. You know, Jeremiah's doing that. And I think that's the direction we've got to go. Yeah. And, and most of the folks that are out there, they're sitting back. You know, Jeremiah made a good point about you're good enough. And I think that's what happens. You and I might be saying, man, I just don't know if I could take that person out yeah. and, and introduce them. But we're all good enough to, to introduce somebody to yeah. it. And we need to be, like you said, technology, you know, social media. It's amazing what we do on um, our pages to promote our events. Mm -hmm. And you'll get questions or, you know, I can go back to the office and have, 20 phone calls you know right. is this hunt you know how do i get involved so. yeah there's ways to do it and it's it's the opportunities there i think it's just more of doing just doing like we're doing now and just getting getting it out there and trying to i guess push that new mindset trying to get people to look at it in a different way it is and i think what you're doing like today with this and and i think there's some awareness now in the industry yeah you know hopefully the next r3 meeting we have talking about you know recruitment retention reactivation and people understanding you know it's going to take us all to take the industry uh it's going to take conservation organizations state organizations you know we have i think um several r3 coordinators throughout the united states yeah. all throughout right and you know, Lake they they have these events where people can go out there and and get involved with it. You know, there may be some. You know, after talking to Jeremiah, I've got several people on my mind that I'd like. Hey, you know, yeah. you, want, you want to try this and mm -hmm. and and get them out there and get them started. So it, it's going to take us all. It's going to take um, a lot of work because, yeah. like we said in the beginning, man, it is it's scary. You it know? is. If if you're a hunter, you need to be concerned. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's just like I mean, in I don't, not to put it in a, <clears throat> I guess, I don't know, not to kind of cheese it up, but you know, if some if you're if you've heard of, I mean, it's almost almost like you know, like like a deer herd. If you don't manage a deer herd, what's going to happen to it? And like the just the 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 rate that hunting at it's been it's been unchecked for a while. Oh, needs, that, yeah. needs to be brought back. <laughs> you know, it needs to be needs to be put in check a little bit. A little our ratios a little bit off. That's that's a good you that's a good point. You know, for us we understand that and that's what we want is the general hunting community to understand that yeah. it is, you know, if you're a deer hunter, you just said it. You know, you don't manage your herd, they'll wipe themselves out. Yeah. And it's I mean yeah, and I say I say that mainly because, you know, like this podcast, the T V show, the YouTube channel, ninety eight, ninety nine percent of those people that are hearing it, watching it, whatever, are not the non-hunters that we're trying to reach. They're the hunters that need to, you know, be hearing this new mindset like we're talking about. Right. We, I mean, there have been some rare instances where we've had some non-hunters come past our stuff, which has been pretty cool. But, yeah, I mean, vast, vast majority of our viewership are obviously already hunters because, you know, they're, it's pretty much hunting, you know. That's right. But um, And, and I think, you know, what you're doing, I think that's awesome. I think it's a way now to make the awareness that, you know, you and I have talked about. We've needed this awareness for a long, long time. Um, you know, I enjoy hunting. I've, I've done it for a long, long time, just like you. And it's gotten so now, you know, if I didn't, you know, say I fill my, all my tags up for turkey season this year or, you know, shoot a really nice buck, you know, if you've been doing this and you, you really, truly believe about hunting and the traditions of it, uh, not just, you know, harvesting or, or killing that big buck or anything like that. It's about, 
you know, sitting around the campfire eating, you know, yeah. it's like what we should, you show on the show and we try to do it also, but we just need to be aware and get involved and take somebody out and get an experience because, you know, if every hunter out there took one person, it makes a difference. They've got to buy a license. Yeah. And we kind of got to get that mindset shifted away from, you know, it's about youth and the military and God knows, you know, I served in the military. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that, but you need to be thinking about yeah. this other generation. Yeah. We can't just have a laser point focus on Th- that. That's I, right. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I've gotten to a point, and I can't – It no credit to me is honestly the, the the reason i started turkey hunting is because somebody took me uh not that i had a, i mean i had a very good father but like you know dad was kind of in the same boat i was dad was a bass fisherman you know, was a fisherman and a deer hunter you know when it came to turkey hunting me and him tried to go a few times but neither of us we was blind leading the blind <laughs> i was a little kid uh so a guy ended up taking me and so that kind of got passed on to me and I, i've gotten to where i love taking people turkey hunting that, that haven't gone or when and I'm, I'm supposed to take somebody this year and i was talking to him earlier last week and that you know excited about it and that we got not like an argument but kind of like a play argument they were like i'm gonna be so excited i was like i'm just letting you know i will be more excited than you are because <laughs> they're like, they're like oh, no way uh, i was like i'm telling you i will be i will be pumped absolutely absolutely <laughs> i you're and you just described it i mean i've been there behind several several it could be somebody 18 or somebody 80 and if you you know for me i still get the rush just like the first one yeah and and then when they do it you're just as happy as you can be absolutely like wow i did it but you you know yeah and and that's the mindset we've got to be in man it's it it really is but you're right i can if if we quit getting excited and our heart about jumps out of our chest when that turkey rolls up there or yeah you know, ducks locked up coming in, and you know, even with that new hunter, then you know something's wrong. Something's but, wrong. But you're right. I'm looking forward to this year. We've got several. Yeah. You know, there's always a good story behind each one, and it's kind of like you know, if I asked you, Lake, you remember your first hunt? Oh yeah. Remember who took you? It's embedded in your I mind. I could recite it out. I could. Oh, yeah. I could paint the whole picture. Yeah, it, that's something you can't forget. That. And if everybody thinks about that now, and you know, think about how you, how whoever it was you took. You know, I've heard everything from grandmas to um uncles to best friends you know that took them out and you know you ask that person said oh yeah i remember everything we did we made it fun you know they weren't there to pressure me you know and there's times you know me and you might be sitting there and you know we would have already taken the shot or you know you know we would and you're kind of sitting there going okay he's anytime now and you got to remember, you just can't for you can't force mm-hmm. it on them. But you just kind of I've had to a lot of times swallow hard, yeah, because you just shoot, 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 shoot. Yeah. and you're going. Maybe I shouldn't do that. Don't pressure them. But yeah. then watch the turkey walk off, right. or you know, it may be a doe in the field or right. something like that. Yeah. So I think that's you know doing that too and considering it. But you know, it we had the kids come this year, and they hunted with us, and they didn't harvest a deer on that first hunt uh college kids um and then the next thing you know they come back and they they came to a second hunt and and young man uh did take a doe yeah and he was thrilled to death and even the mentor was set when he was so excited he yeah. was disappointed but you know that's that's the part about it. it's about the gratification but in your mind you got to keep thinking man i'm i'm making a difference right they on the on the Oh, kind of on the flip side of that, I, I can remember taking somebody one time and never been turkey hunting before, and it was just a slow day. You know, oh, we yeah. just didn't really get into much. And in my mind, I'm going, 
man, they're never going to go back. This is boring. We're not hearing anything. <laughs> exactly. And we get back to the truck, and I was like, man, I'm sorry. And it turns out, like, that fella thought it was the coolest thing in the world. He'd never spent any time in the spring woods, didn't hunt that much. And to me, you know, me being, I guess, you know, spoiled in my mind, you know, wanting to hear turkeys gobble, I was like, he's never going to come back. This is boring. He thought he loved it. We didn't even hear a turkey. No, he, lo- he loved it. And we, that's something that I guess can get lost on us sometimes. Yeah, uh, you're right, because I can remember, um, you know, I, several years ago, young man, we went out, and we didn't hear a turkey, but we had, it was cool. You know, we saw all kinds of things, and I could tell a little bit of disappointment in his in his face, but yeah. I said, hey, we're going to do this again, you know, and yeah. the next time we come back, you know, it's the, one of those mornings where everything lines right, up. Yeah. But, you know, uh, there again, I, you just mentioned something that made me think, and I'm sure you've done this too with a new hunter. You're out there, you're going – you know, the pressure's on you because you want yeah. it to unfold. Yeah, you're and, trying to make it happen. Make yeah. it happen, and you're just driving it, and you say, come on, gobble, gobble, yeah. and then nothing happens. Yeah. But, you know, making it fun, and I tell this all the time to um, every class we have, you know, make it a fun experience. They're going to want to come back. I, You know, I, I see this at, in NWTF with our, our deals. Um, I've had kids that, didn't hear a thing and see a thing they say i don't want to do this anymore and then you go talk to them and you bring them back and then you know once they do it the second time you know we, we call it hunting you and i yeah. how many times have we been out and not hear a thing it, it's a win some lose most if it if it's if we're talking in terms of killing a turkey or hearing one and and you got to get that point across you got to say you know it's not always like it's about being out here yeah you know, whether you you and i sit there and watch a a squirrel, gray squirrel, spin around a tree, or, yeah. or watch, you know, listen to songbirds. You know, that's what it's yeah. about. That's one thing that I, I always admire about Will, and being and going to hunt with Will is that guy. When he goes hunting, he take he loves and takes in every part of it. Like sometimes we'll be hunting, and it may, it may even have a turkey gobble, and all of a sudden you look up and Will's Will's just looking up in the tree with a big smile on his face, like. Be looking at and there'll be a there'll be a woodpecker up there just that's going right. town and he just thinks it's the coolest thing and i'm like man to me that's awesome you know i'm oh, like because yeah. I'm, like, I'm like that's the kind of appreciation we all should have because i mean he just enjoys nature and every you know he loves every, when he talks about enjoying hunting turkeys in the spring woods he means all of it and everything that encompasses it and and to me you said it or i mean how many times like if we we sit in the duck blind and watch the sun come up and see that sunrise <laughs> yeah that's just gorgeous, all, you know? yeah, special. And you know, we burn our phones up now taking pictures of it. Mm-hmm. To attra- it's, it's like a lure. You're attracting people with it yeah. when you post it on social media. And you're right. I mean, you know, that's the thing when you get somebody out there new, particularly this new crowd. That's the part that I think they'll grasp. Yeah. Um, I was thinking that you said something then about the nature in itself. We had some students at NWTF. We were doing some research work from Clemson University. Mm-hmm. And and this is a good point to make where we're going. Um, they were all wildlife students, and we were doing some research work where we were trapping a few turkeys and doing some telemetry work and monitoring that. Mm-hmm. And I was standing there with the students, and I said, hey, um, I, and it, it was women. It was young ladies, yeah. you know, college students. Right. And I said, um, wow, I said, y'all really enjoy it? Oh, yeah, we, we love the animals. We love dealing with them. I said, well, how many of you guys hunt? Three young lady, nobody. Really? Just stand. They're they're going through these courses and call, you do nothing about it. Huh. And I'll go, 
wow. I said, well, you know, we do women in the outdoors and different. I said, some of y'all be interested? And they kind of nodded. And, you know, I said, wild turkey's great to eat. I said, it's great food. It's all natural. You know, it's not like running yeah. up to the grocery store and buying a butterball. But right. it's, you know, there's different ways to get it. So, you know, that, yeah. when I heard that, it thought, man, that's that's odd. Yeah. And that's just a couple years ago. Yeah, that is odd. I mean, to me it is. You know, if I'd have said, Y'all don't hunt. You know, when I yeah. went to school, I hunted, but I was intrigued by what I hunted. Right. And, you know, understand this. You know, hunting is a major part of wildlife management. Oh, yeah. And, you know, I'm thinking, wow, do you girls, you know, y'all should understand that. Yeah. But it was just, it made me more aware. Right. That I needed to be doing something. Yeah. I agree. So. I think that's what it takes. It's kind of like, it's, it's, it kind of feels like a coming to. You know, like yeah. I said, a new mindset. Yeah, and it's, it's uh, you know, trying to come full circle. I know everybody's kind of confused about it. We're all trying to figure out what we need to do, um, who we need to attract to get them out there to hunt. Yeah. You know, what what's that group? We still struggle with that. You yeah. know, we, we're sitting there going, okay, well, who's who's the – how do we get to reach out? How do we get to these people? And I think, you know, Jeremiah set a, a big template. You know, what Primos is trying to do now, uh, yeah. you know, we're all trying to work together. You know, Mossy Oak's another one. Mm-hmm. But, you know, somewhere down the road, if we don't, as we said earlier, it's it's just going to be one of these deals and we won't have anything to hunt. Yeah. Or fishing. You know, I keep saying hunting. We're all in the hunting business. You know, take somebody fishing. Yeah. Don't hurt nothing. That starts a conversation where you catch fish. Hey, let me get you out there in the turkey woods or, yeah. you know, let me get you in the duck blind. Yeah. It's easy to do. It's, you just, you just got to open your eyes and see it. Yeah, and, and we all need to do that. Um, you know, again, I love my job. I love, you know, working with these new hunters and getting them out there. It's just a passion for me now. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of coming full circle. But, you know, the ins and outs of hunting – there's no other life you know it's it's very gratifying you know i've got college kids at home they all hunt um and spend time out there Mm -hmm. i just learned the other day that my middle daughter um who came to nwtf and worked as an intern and this will just tell you you know as a parent you kind of need to look real close uh we did an archery camp and i was telling will about this the other day and i he he just looked and he said wow that's interesting i "I did not know it the instructor came back. He saw me a couple of days later about coming to do an archery deal. And he said, was that your middle daughter who was here at camp? I said, sure was. And he said, man, Travis, she's a natural with a recurve. <laughs> and it kind of made me laugh. I thought, okay. I said, he said, she could do great. And I said, well, I'll tell her when she comes home this year, she may want to shoot some more. Yeah. So, you know, you just got to kind of look. You got to keep your eyes open yeah. and you can't miss something. Yeah, I agree. That's that's yeah. That is cool. That's you don't even know your middle daughter can <laughs> can shoot a recurve bow, yeah. and now I'll probably have to spend money, which that would be great. I'd love to get her out there and watch her shoot. Yeah, with a I bet that'd be cool. That That's like be. something like I need to do. I need like, and I'd love to try recurve. And I, I pro- see, I probably would not be a natural at it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> when somebody, because I looked at him and I said, Jerry, uh, I'm not a natural at it. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> oh. Well, man, look, I know I, I pro- you probably need to get back. I know I need to get back to the booth, but I really appreciate the conversation. Appreciate you cutting time out of this this weekend and helping us out so much. I know you're staying busy, but um, uh, before we go, is there anyone that's, that the listeners is there anywhere else they can go as far as you know that maybe the NWTF website to read up more on this or or whatever? 
Yeah, please do. Go to nwtf.org. Uh, you can find all of our information there about upcoming events. Okay. Um, I'll extend, you know, if you need to get in touch with me, you call the main headquarters, just ask for Travis Sumner. I'll be glad to answer any questions folks may have. Right. Um, you know, I, at any time we're there, uh, I tell anybody, I'll take the time to talk to you. And if, if we can't figure it out, if I don't know it, I'll find somebody who does. Gotcha. But Lake, man, I appreciate you taking the time to Absolutely, talk to us. Absolutely, man. This has been great. I hope, you know, folks out there. You know, you can make a difference. You know, we all need to make a difference, and we need to make sure, man, the hunting traditions that we all enjoy just continue on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, guys, I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. hope you learned as much as I did. Um, as always, like Travis said, you can reach out to him. If you need to, you can go to the NWTF website. If you want to go through us, you know, you can always message us on Facebook, Instagram, whatever you need to do. Um, but that's all we've got for today. As always, thank you so much for listening to the Speak the Language podcast.